Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio for the first time is Tyler McGuire. He will be fighting on November 17th in the main event of One Warrior's Dream for the vacant welterweight title versus Sebastian Castadam in Jakarta. What's going on, Tyler? Uh, not a lot. How you doing, sir? Good, man. Um, it's good to finally get you on the show. Yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's, it's crazy people want to talk to me now, so it's, this is fun. <laughs> it's part of the job. Yeah, yes, sir. So you're originally from Iowa, but now you train out of Spokane, Washington, USA. How did you end up under the guidance of Rick Little? Uh, it's actually kind of a funny story. It's one of his favorite stories. Uh, so I joined the Air Force and came up here to Spokane and uh, you know did my training. Um, and then I was looking for a gym to uh, train at. And uh, I walked in with a with a with a fellow airman, and he didn't necessarily like that guy. Um, you know, he's one of my really good friends. I love him to death. Him and Rick just never really really meshed, which is you know personalities, whatever. Um, but he really he was trying to kick me out of the gym for about two weeks. So every single day he was sending his best guys at me, round after round after round. I just and I never said a word. I just kept showing up, kept showing up, kept showing up. Um, you know, and then um, you know sharing the gym with guys like Sam, at the time Sam Cecilia, Mike Chiesa, um, Julie Pena. You know, and I just realized like this is where all of the, the talent is. Um, if I, if I wanted to be successful, this is that's where I needed to be. So um, you know, I guess it was kind of persistence. Uh, you know, kept getting. You know, beat up every day, but kept showing up, and I was holding my own. Um, and then he realized that I wasn't going anywhere, so he better uh, invest some time in me. And <laughs> looks like it paid off. So, yeah, definitely. Um, Rick, I've heard stories about him. He's not the most uh, conventional type of coach. He yeah. is unique in his ways. Yeah, yeah, he uh, yeah, some controversial me- uh, controversial um, you know methods and things that he says, but um, you know. What he does works. You know, he takes people from so he doesn't, you know, recruit. He takes people from Spokane and grows them locally, organically. And you know, we've got guys in the UFC, Bellator. I'm in one. You know, so um, yeah, now he knows what he's doing. It's mad scientist, I guess. But yeah, the proof, the proof is in the pudding, like they say. Yeah, because you do have all those high level guys out there in Spokane. Now, I want you are a representative of his fighting system, Sik Jitsu. Could you explain for the people that don't know what exactly that is? Uh, so, you know, a, a lot of gyms focus on, you know, jujitsu, you know, striking. And it's like it's very like a disjointed, like we're going to do our ground game. Now we're going to do our striking. Whereas um, I, I like to put, you know, I see I see you got a Seahawks uh, hat on. You know, it's kind of like when the Seahawks with the Legion of Boom at the time with the defense, you know, it's just it's simple. You know, it's simple to the point and we're, we're there to fight. You know, we're not there. Um, to outpoint somebody or anything like that, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like, you know, I, I use the example of, um, if I put 10 markers in front of you and I tell you to grab a marker, you're going to take a half second to figure out what marker you want to grab. But if I put, you know, one or two, three markers in front of you, your decision-making is going to be that much faster. Um, and I think that's what allows us to be successful. I mean, you know, we, you, you, you adjust it for the fighter, but I think the, uh, 
that simplicity um, is, is, is why it's so, so successful. So that's the big, that's the best way I can put it. All right, man, you are right now a great representative of the gym and of that system. You are very successful at what you're doing right now. Now let's go back to your promotional debut at One Pursuit of Power. You took on and took down and dominated Luis Santos, who is a dangerous, dangerous striker. What did you think about the performance you had? You know, going into the fight, you know, Sapo's been fighting since I was in high school, you know, and that guy is incredible. Like, I think he has like 35 or 36 knockouts, you know, 64 or 65 wins. Um, you know, he has like just the aura of him, you know, going into that fight. I have such a, a respect for him um, and I've watched him for a long time. Um, but, I, you know, it was, for me, uh, it was it, it was going to show me whether or not I belonged to the world stage, you know. And in the back of my mind, I realized, like, if one is giving me this opportunity against Sapo, then they must think I could be ready for a title shot, you know, because I knew uh, Ashkin was leaving. Um, you know, so it's like, well, if they're putting my feet to the fire, let, let's see let's see what happens. Um, you know, and then we, we you know, leading up to it, you know, he gets in the cage. And then uh, once, once we locked up, I realized, I was like, I've, I've got a shot here, you know, especially when I got that initial takedown because mm-hmm. – you know, and I, that's one thing I was, I'm a little bit different than a lot of other fighters is a lot of other fighters, because they, they, they know how fast he is, they know how strong he is, and it, you know, but I'm like, well, let's see how fast you are, let's see how strong you are, you know, and I think that might have taken him off guard, because he's so used to everybody giving him space and backing off, and, um, but, you know, and he drilled me with a knee, that first takedown, you know, but um, I'm not going to let a belly shot make me lose a fight, so, you know, when I, when I grabbed him and got that takedown, I was like, this fight might go my way, and then, you know, I saw his speed and I was like, all right, I can handle your speed too. And then I just kind of built the confidence. Um, but at, at, at all times I knew how dangerous he was, you know, at, at no point in that fight did I think it was easy or anything like that. I mean, he's an incredible athlete. He was, he swept me like four times, you know, I'll try to, you know, try to heel hook me. So, uh, I think if we fought again, it would be just the same. Like it would, he'd be dangerous the entire time and I'd have to be on my toes. Cause if I was off for, and luckily I was just on that night. I mean, well, I don't say luckily cause I put in the work, but, um, you know, if I wasn't on for half a second, I was going to sleep, and I and I knew that. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I thought I, I executed the game plan um, and did what I needed to do. You know, and just that night, you know, I just happened to be the better fighter. But yeah, so. you went in there and you stood in front of them for long periods of time. People were probably shocked that you were doing that, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. you know, and the striking style that you have is very creative. You did a Superman punch off the cage. You were doing a yeah. lot of spinning attacks. Yeah. Where does that come from? Uh, so I grew up, uh, I, have a, I have a brown belt in Taekwondo. Um, and, you know, honestly, you know, I, up to this point, everybody pegs me as, as a grappler, you know, which I don't mind because, you know, I do enjoy that. But, you know, the, the cages I fought in on the regional scene, if anybody who's fought on the regional scene knows you're not fighting in a giant, in a, in a, in a giant cage. You know, you... Uh, it's the size of an office, you know, so you're going to eventually lock up and if they go down, you know, it is what it is. Um, but up to that point, you know, I, I had a 12, I had a 12 second knockout on, on my record, you know? Um, and I just, I, I like putting on a fight for the fans, you know, cause they pay their good money, you know? Um, and then in the end, like when I'm in the cage, like, especially, you know, once I kind of get the timing down and all that, I'm like, well, let's, let's see what happens. Um, you know, and it's fun, you know, that's, that's really the, the ultimate thing. Like I'm not there to be a, you know, a stiff and just a robot rock and sock and bopper, you know, uh, it's a martial arts, you know, and, and people want to see that. So, um, you know, and you work hard for seven to eight weeks. So let's, let's put it on display and see what happens. So. Yeah. Throughout the fight, it seemed like your confidence was growing. 
even in the second round, you came out and put your hands behind your back. Yeah. Were you trying to bait Santos yeah. with that? Uh, yeah, um, because at that point, I felt like I had to speed down, um, you know, and, uh, you know, and one of the things that I realized was like, you know, I, I had his timing down at that point. And I'm like, well, let's see if I can get him to, to expend some energy here. Um, you know, and that's, that's one thing, you know, because I've read some of the interviews and, you know, everybody in the world thought I was going to lose until I was a grappler. And then if you watch the fight, like, I was walking Safo down, you know, because um, I just, I felt, I, I felt the confidence. Um, but yeah, no, that was just trying to get him to engage and, you know, see what happens. So, yeah, it was, you know, that's it was what the fans want. It was fun, you know, you, never, you, made, you made it fun yeah. and you made people notice that you weren't afraid to kind of stand there and show, you know, show your striking too against an elite guy. Oh yeah, I'll throw. I'll throw. You never have to worry about me getting a yellow card <laughs> in one. Um, you know, I'm I'm there to fight. Like, and I fully understand. That's one thing I hope the fans understand is um, I understand they're there to see a fight. You know, I understand they paid good money to see a fight. You know, they're why I get to do this or why I get to fly halfway across the world and fight another man in the cage. So, <laughs> you know, and that'll that'll never be lost on me. You know, and the fact they're watching the podcast, you know, like that, that means a lot to me, um, you know, as an athlete, um, I just want to make them feel like they're valued and they're, they're, you know, they're spending their time with me watching me. So I want to make that fun for them. So Sebastian, he's your opponent coming up for the title. He also faced Santos. Did you catch that fight? Uh, I did watch it a few times, um, you know, and that's one of the things that I know I'm getting with Sebastian is that, that man loves to fight, uh, you know, and that's, and there's no quit. And him either, you know, even if you watch, you know, people, you know, kind of bag on him for the Askren fight in his ground game. But like, it doesn't matter how good your ground game is. Askren makes everybody's ground game look terrible. Uh, and he's still like, he didn't quit. You know, he was just the referee was like, all right, you're not getting brain damage. Um, you know, so and then, if, but then if you look at the improvement he had against Tani, you know, he's got an amazing ground game. So, you know, he's growing as a martial artist. Um, you know, and I, I have a lot of respect for Sebastian, so that's why I'm really looking forward to him. And him and I spent a lot of time together, uh, you know, doing medicals and stuff this last card if we were in the same corner. Uh, so I got to know him a little bit, and he's a, really, he's a great individual, so it should be a good fight. If you compare your performance against Katastan's performance, what key differences do you see? Um, you know, I, I read the interview with, with Sebastian, and, you know, and he took the fight on two weeks' notice, so you got to keep that in mind. Um, and, uh, from what I read, you know, his game plan was to kind of put it, pour it on, um, in the third round. So he stuck to his game plan as well. Um, so I would say as far as game plans, you know, we, we, we both can execute, um, in the cage. Um, I think that, you know, I showed a little more physical dominance, um, and speed and in, in the, in the in power. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, Sebastian, when it counted delivered. So and that's the one thing that I also recognize is that with Sebastian, he's this guy's an elite striker. I don't know if you watched, saw some of those elbows against Tani, but I guess nasty, you know. So I know just like with just like with Santos, if I'm off for a second, he's gonna he's gonna put me out. So um, yeah, no, I, I expect to be on that night. So <laughs> I have to be. One championship, they have a, a different rule set compared to you know most promotions, especially the knees to a grounded opponent. You know, I. When I was coming over to it, I, th I thought it would be a hard adjustment, you know, because coming from the States, and obviously that's not allowed, uh, but it felt so natural. Like, I think the, the very first time I had Santos in a head drop, I threw a knee, like, just, you know, my, my coach was thinking he was going to have to remind me or whatever. Um, but, you know, I, I like it a lot because it's more of a pure form of combat because your knees are a weapon, um, you know, and, the, and the, I don't, I wish it was like that in the States too because I don't know what the difference is between a hand on the ground and a hand not on the ground. A knee is still a knee to the head. <laughs> Um, 
you know, and it just gives you more more weapons, you know, and it just kind of changes the game a little bit, um, you know, because it's really it, it is a chess match, um, and that just adds another another piece of the game board, if you will. So I like it a lot. Going into this title fight, in your mind, are you going in as the underdog? Uh, no, um, I think I'm. I'm actually. Uh, I, have, I have a lot of confidence going into this fight, but at the same time, um, I have a lot of respect um, as well. Um, you know, I wouldn't say I'm the overwhelming favorite either, um, but because I know how hard he's working, I know um, I, I, you know, I got a chance to meet his coach. I know how um, how hard they work. Um, God, he's got a great coach, smart guy. Um, so, um, I, I would say going into it, uh, my confidence is high, but I also know it's going to be a you know a good fight. Yeah, you're going to Jakarta, Indonesia. Did you ever expect to be going to such a location to fight? <laughs> no, uh, it's funny. I joined the Air Force to see the world, and here I am fighting uh, to see the world. Uh, I know this will be my second trip uh, to Southeast Asia. Um, Malaysia was my first, and it was a gorgeous country. Some of the nicest people I've ever met. Amazing food. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to Jakarta as well. You know, I've uh, I've I've been reading up on it. You know, because you know, obviously it's different customs and cultures, and obviously I want to. Uh, that's really the biggest thing. I want to uh, kind of show the people from other countries is, you know, they see what they see on TV and, you know, this, all the news and the crap they see. Um, your average American is not like that. Um, we're regular people. Nice. You meet us. Well, you know, uh, and that's one of the things I want to show, you know, going over there. So that's why I'm trying to take the time, learn the customs and culture, um, and be respectful, you know, because, um, again, like the fans are there, are, are there to, w to watch us fight, but I'm also, I'm, I'm giving an impression of what an American is too. So, um, and I'm hoping I, you know, leave a good one. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're already off to a good start representing yourself, your gym, your country in Asia or even around the world. Uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a fantastic main event. Uh, you are undefeated, which is always a phenomenal feat in MMA. And I'm pretty sure you're confident that you're going to continue your run. Um how do you feel about the state of one championship right now with all of these new signings and Eddie Alvarez, Demetrius Johnson yeah. and these tournaments that they're putting on? I, I think it's incredible. You know, uh, I was actually, so I, I, I always knew about one, uh, but I actually got really familiar with it when I was in Hawaii and I got to train with, with the Lee family um, over, over at United MMA. And, um, you know, and I, I saw how talented Christian was and obviously Angela, uh, you know, and, and, the work ethic they had. And then I got to talking to their father and coach, um, you know, about one championship and just, I started like learning about the rule set and the organization. And I'm, I'm just so proud to be a part of it because, you know, here I am getting a title shot and all I've had to do is be respectful, be a martial artist and be a, and, and a fighter. You know, that's who I am. Like, I'm not a trash talker. I'm not, that's just not, you know, the, the American, you know, they can do that in the other organizations, but that's not who I am. And I like the fact that I can do that and, and still get and progress. Um, you know, and as far as the signings, I think this is a great time to be a part of one. Like I, they are, are making, they're, they're making moves. Uh, you know, especially a, a, a guy like, uh, mighty mouse. You can't, you can't ask for a better representative of martial arts. He is the complete martial artist. Um, you know, and then Eddie Alvarez, you know, the underground King, that guy, you're not, you're not getting a boring fight with him. Um, and I, and then I saw they're doing the the grand prix and I'm like, that's amazing. Cause you're going to see some incredible matches, especially if he, if he, if he gets the matchup against Ioki again, like there's going to be some incredible. And, you know, then I guess Sage was, was, is, is present there as well. So I think that uh, people are realizing that there's options uh, outside of those other organizations, you know, outside the UFC and, um, you know, the UFC is a great organization, Bellator are great organizations, but, um, 
if but if you want to be you know, the the the, yeah, the spirit of, of of a true martial artist, you know, I think lies with one. You know, and, and I re- read that personal letter, um, you know, to the athletes the other day um, from the president. You know, it's just it's great stuff. I love being a part of one. So, yeah, Sage could be possibly an addition to the welterweight division, which is very exciting, yeah. I think, for a, a welterweight that's fighting for one championship. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, he's a, that guy's an incredible athlete. And, you know, again, I, I just think he's underappreciated, you know, here in the States, you know, they get, you know, he's still a kid, um, you know, he's going to college and competing in the NFL of, of fighting, you know, whether we're in all these big organizations, um, you know, great attitude. Um, so yeah, that's, that's another, high, um, high profile signing. So, uh, I think, I think the floodgates could be opening here, here soon, because, you know, that's one of the things I, I noticed about one is just, you know, cause I've been to other shows, other big organizations, other, other productions and, you know, one's production is hands down the best I've ever seen. You know, I, I was treated amazing when I was there, you know, I felt like I was, you know, wow, they actually really want me here. Um, so, you know, I think once fighters get a taste of that, they realize like, Hey, they are worth something, um, outside of just a paycheck. And I think that's what one does a really good job of. So. All right, Tyler, man, thank you for your time. And, uh, it's not much time left until you have to take off to Jakarta to main event the, looking forward to the it. show. And uh, good luck to you, and I'll speak with you again soon. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it.